Glory to Jesus Christ. Glory to Christ. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Since we had the feast of the repose of the Apostle and Evangelist John this past Sunday, I have been thinking about the readings that we had on Saturday evening from the first epistle of John and Father Deacon's homily on Sunday and the word abide. And as reading through, especially the first epistle of John, being struck by the intensity of what it would mean for us to actually abide in God. As you see in John, and this is what a lot of commentators kind of like to make a big deal out of and ask all sorts of questions and ask for where did exactly get the source, you have a kind of dualism. He basically says, if you're of God, you'll love. If you're not of God, you will not love. He brings up Cain, and he brings up those that either follow the path of God and love and forgiveness, or the path of Cain, and even says, if you do not love your brother, you are a murderer. If you are, he then takes it up even a notch, that wasn't already a punch to the gut. He then says also, if you truly love, it's not just ideas, it actually manifests itself. And when you see somebody in need, you give to them because you're going to bear fruit if you're of God, and you're going to become like God, who showers upon all of us, good or evil, or wherever we fall, in whatever direction we are heading towards. The sun comes up, the rain comes down, vegetables grow, food is given to us, God is good, God gives, God loves, God sustains. And we're called to be like him. And there's a lot of questions. What exactly this that's kind of dichotomy? It's one or the other. Well, just talking about king, we have already at the very heart of reality and the way God has made things is you're either moving towards him where you can hear him in the garden, or you are like Cain, and sin has not only crouched at the door, it's infested you, and it has borne in you murder of your brother. And this continues throughout Genesis. We see it reverberated, of course, in Deuteronomy, when God, in pulling Israel out of the world and setting them aside and saying, you're going to be my people, there is basically, he puts before them, you're either going to follow me, or you're going to follow willy-nilly whatever it is that you're going to do, whatever God comes into the scene, whatever God, you know, if you go to a new country, you're just going to pick up that God, and there you go, you will dissipate into idolatry. But there is this basic kind of fundamental, you're either heading towards God, or you are, as St. Athanasius would talk about, you're basically kind of falling into the abyss. Because it is ultimately, as the very beginning of the epistle, Christ becoming, and becoming specifically flesh for us, 
and offering us the pathway to the resurrection and to back to that garden, to the presence of God, to hear his feet, that we are called into that fellowship, called into the very nature of God, into the fellowship of God, into what he is, because he is. And because he is, and everything else depends upon his existence, we need to become like him. And we know, especially as we see in the face of Jesus Christ, that he is love. And he gives, and we are called into that fellowship. What the hands of the, the apostles touched, what the eyes of the apostles and disciples saw, what they heard, what was given to them, and then they themselves also manifested and brought into the world the church by the power of the Holy Spirit, that is our calling. So I commend to you, and I have been commending this to various people, to acquaint yourself, if you are not well acquainted with the first epistle of John, and other two epistles as well, and to meditate upon what God calls us to in Jesus Christ and love in God, loving our neighbor, our brother and sister, and allowing that to actually manifest itself in our life from the smallest of things to the greatest of things. And in that way, we can keep the injunction, which is one of my favorite verses in the Bible, actually. I believe I've actually spoken on this before. It was probably at least a year or two ago. Maybe it was last time we had John the theologian. The last verse of the first epistle of John, little children, keep yourselves from idols. Let us become those children that sit at the feet of Jesus, who with the apostles touch, hear, and act upon his word so that we can keep ourselves away from the idols that want nothing more than to entrap us and ultimately drag us into the the abyss that they come from. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen.